Hi everyone, welcome to this week's podcast from me, David, and Paul from Keyhorn. From Keyhorn, that's right. Um, we're really, really rocking this, aren't we, Paul? We're up, this is episode seven, is that right? Seven, eight, something like that. Oh, yeah, know, yeah, there's track. been so many, so many. How can losing you ever track. remember the number? Losing track. Um, this week's podcast is about cycling as networking, is as the new kind of networking. It's been going on for a while, but it's been inspired by a journey we did last week. So, welcome to our podcast. So, Paul, how are you, mate? Yeah, really good. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. Yeah, Be- better than the weather outside today. Yes. I think I yes. might just Yeah, quite, quite. So, uh, this week's podcast is inspired by the fact we did a, a bike ride last week, didn't we? On Sunday. Yep, so um, got together with a few people, there's five of us, um, and uh, we worked out a, uh, an amazing route, um, so, so well planned, perhaps. Um, it was fine, mate, it was fine. There, there was a tiny, tiny bit of touch and go. Basically 62 miles around the Chilterns, uh, starting in Windsor, ending in Windsor. Um, Did, now remind great. me, remind anyone who doesn't actually know about the Chilterns, um, it, it's a, it's some hills. Is that right? See, I always think it's dead flat until you hit the hills. There are some, lo- well, High Wick in particularly was very hilly, very hilly. Um, yeah. And there were a few tears and someone not mentioning any names to me fell off their bike um, because the hill was too steep. So yeah, proficient we are. Good, we are not. <laughs> yeah, we we might we might be making something a little bit easier next time. Can, well, can we go along, we'll see. Can we go along Any, the Thames because that's yeah, quite flat. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so the, the we we met at Windsor Station, and it felt like the start of the Tour de France because there were all these cycle groups all meeting these two two cafes, links two two or three cafes, all getting ready for their bike runs, and. Neither of us play golf. Do you play golf, Paul? No, no. No, I don't play golf. Um, and we realised that cycling really is the new networking. You know, it's the, it's the alternative to golf. And it, it's what people are doing now. So we, we thought, let's talk a bit about cycling as networking. Because, you know, we think it's great. Um, so, well, just to help this, we've got a little cycling group, haven't we, Paul? Yep. So we... we- we put this little group together just because we thought that, um, you know, why, because we can do websites, haha, there's a hint there on what we actually do, um, that we put a website together to kind of keep uh, everyone in touch with what we are actually trying to achieve. And then just organise some little tiny events based around sort of Windsor, Slough, that kind of area, and get people out, really. Yeah. And without the big stigma, though, that that can be cycling yes yeah the, the whole ethos the original name uh, which i won't mention meant that i got a cease and desist from a particular stretchy fabric manufacturer um so we had to change the name of the group i'm very proud of getting that if i'm honest uh changing the name of the group to it, it's only cycling because there's a lot of tyranny around cycling so i, I have a regular i live in reading so i have a regular route that takes me round to henley um, and back round into Reading. So going through, if you go through somewhere like Henley at 10 o'clock on a Sunday morning, 
there's a particular view you get, which is an awful lot of middle-aged white people, largely, it's not exclusively, but it is quite dominant, on extremely expensive road bikes. So, you know, they are a self-selecting group because they've spent an awful lot of money on this kit. So th the thing for me about these groups is that if you wanted to show that, yes, I've succeeded in life, then that is the way to do it. Because you can instantly see by looking at someone how much they're worth because the amount of money they spend on their bike. And so it, it, as I said, it becomes a self-selecting group. So you're essentially grouping with an awful lot of like-minded people, well, the same people as yourself. Um, the obvious down the obvious downside to that is that you then don't get much change in opinion because you're essentially in an echo chamber, aren't you? Yeah, and and I, I mean, some of the things that I I was sort of thinking about before we come we came to the, doing this podcast is actually, sadly, a lot of the negative sides about these sort of cycling groups, it's the stuff you've just touched on, you know, where. And, and this, let, let me just say to it, is, I think, really what we're trying to get away from, which is our, our, our cycling thing is, hey, turn up on anything, anything with two wheels, and don't worry about how you're dressed, and don't worry that no one, you know, we're not going off super fast or anything like that. And, and it's all about having a laugh, coffee stops, have, sit for lunch, yeah. have a chat, have a catch up. So many of the things that I've I thought I, I was thinking of, which it can be, and, and the negative side is it's elitist, it's expensive, it's mainly blokes. So it's, it's but, but blokes of a specific social standing. Yeah. So is it is it sexist? Is it racist? I, I, do you know? I don't. I don't think it's those. I think it's because of the money spent. There are only so many people that can are prepared to spend that have that kind of spare income to spend on those kind of bikes, um, and and that that is automatically going to exclude a fair amount of social socioeconomic groups. And actually, let, I'll throw in something else here because they were talking in um, about skiing, which I, I think there's a there's quite a lot of similarities about the demographics of. of oh this. yeah, absolutely. And they were saying, well, um, uh, um, my family is actually you know my so my wife is Fiji Indian. I've got mixed race children. Now, when we go skiing, we're a minority, or well, they are, on on the ski slope. <laughs> Right? Don't exclude yourself from your own family, you idiot. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm, I'm a minority because I'm just rubbish at skiing. <laughs> but it was it was covered actually in a really interesting thing on Ski Sunday about this, and it's not really. And and I think this relates very much to cycling. It's not really about the fact that it's white middle class blokes in the fact of of. Um, cycling and, and white middle-class families with skiing 
it's more that there's no there's no um there's no one around them that they can look at and go yeah that's me yeah from these other demographic groups. yeah 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 uh, yeah absolutely absolutely yeah you don't so see anyone that's doing it yeah and if you don't see anyone who's doing it then you don't even think of doing it yourself yeah, yeah. and with, with skiing it's going to be you know if if they know someone who's already doing it then it's yeah. easy to kind of get into it go oh yeah come away you can hire everything and i'll book it and and it's all kind of easy but easy but know, expensive but easy but but expensive yes yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, as on i mean the research we did on these cycle tours they are genuinely quite expensive and and we found at least one where unless you are business owner decision maker or very senior management they won't even let you in the group you know yeah, so, we- so, so so it is super selective um interesting on the radio this morning uh, when i was getting ready um i was listening to a, a, a thing called rambling which is on radio 4 ramblings and they were they Claire Balding was rambling with this, this uh, black woman from the north northwest, and she started a nationwide group called Black Women Hike because she was getting the train across the Pennines and saw all these people getting off and hiking and didn't see anyone other than white people doing it. So she started this group because she's and she's and she's got thousands of people in the group now because. She wanted to go hiking, but because she didn't see anyone who looked like her, she was always a bit nervous yeah. about it. So these groups, meaning black people will now, now see black people hiking, so more black people are likely to want to go hiking. Well, you know, yeah. And and it, and it is wrong that they couldn't in the first place, but there's things I wouldn't do because I don't see anyone like me doing it. No, yeah. it's, it's not unconscious bias, I think. Yeah, and and it the, the fact that she's started this group up and suddenly there's so many people joining it means that there's a lot of people who want to do it but that there, there was that barrier for them to start doing it yeah 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 i mean uh, uh, hiking's easy because you just need some hiking boots um just getting any old bike is not necessarily super expensive but if you wanted to you know if you drove through Marlow or through Henley or through Windsor, you know, towns that near us on a Sunday morning and you saw all of these white guys on super expensive bikes, you, you, that would not encourage you to start to take it up. But, but on the other hand, the other, the other thing that I think we're kind of missing is that they've got all this stretchy fabric and a lot of them don't actually look that good. They're, they're trying to they're trying to use this stretchy fabric to pull in way too much body mass. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so, are they? What exactly are they? Are, are they the, 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 the fitness thing? I'm, I'm not so sure. It was yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, I know at least one guy who's a cyclist. He bought the most expensive bike he could, which was a carbon fiber frame, and he's a Big guy, not fit, big guy. And he always complains that he has to replace his bike every year. Because he's on a he's on a track bike, basically, that's designed to go around a velodrome because it's super light and it's carbon fiber frame. And he's taking it over the potholed roads in this area. You know, and he's a big guy. He's not, you know, he's not doesn't look like a cyclist. It's like, well, yeah, 
that is definitely, definitely going to screw your frame up. You know, there is no way your bike's going to survive that one, is there? Let's hope he's got a really, really good budget every year then. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, if you if you wanted to get into cycling, let's, you know, I mean, you do need a bike that's serviceable. You do need a bike that's the right size for you. But even if you just did five miles, you know, you can organise a, a, a ride with friends that's only five miles. No, and that's plenty. And and actually, the other event we did, this this last one, 62 miles, I mean, uh, I don't know about you, but I felt that in one day, uh, that was my kind of limit. I, I, I'm going to stop enjoying it after that. So that was that was pushing me to to about as far as I, I kind of really yeah, wanted to go. I, right I, I reckon I could have got to 70 and then passed out. Yeah, yeah. You know, like we can all put we can all push ourselves further, but you've got to I've got to ask why. And um the other event we did do was a lot easier, a lot less distance. Um and, and that's so you know, we are I just want to point out for people who think, oh, 62 miles, I'm, I'm yeah, never going to get involved with what they're doing, these guys. Um, it's not all about that. And we, no. we're trying to get, uh, we had Kathy, our, one of our de- developers, come out on our last, the ride before. Um, we've got Lisa on the verge, I think. I think we can tempt Lisa out for one of yes, our rides. Yeah, but, but again, it, it's, the, it's the tyranny. You know, some people want to buy into it because they, they want to fit in. But that you shouldn't have to fit in. You should start your own group. Now, I am going to bring up this this lady who um, Keyhorn sponsor one of the sponsors for the um, Slough uh, Community Sort of Volunteer Service Awards, and obviously it hasn't happened for a couple of years now because um, you know you can't get a lot of people together in a room. But what what actually happened while we were turning up there? There was this lady who had started this um, group called. Uh, meet and mingle and um i'm i'm not sure if i'm going to pronounce the name right aska marshall who unfortunately she actually uh, got ovarian cancer and died in 2019 but at the last award ceremony that we actually attended um although obviously she'd passed away they um they gave her another award for all the work that she'd done but meet and mingle, there was this video clip they showed at the time that really impacted on me to the point where I, I, I remember it so distinctly. And, and I don't know, if, do you remember this at all, Dave? Yes, yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But they interviewed all these women, didn't they, on this? Um, but they got these slough ladies, all of a certain age, to learn to cycle. Yeah, 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 because they, yeah, because they weren't doing any exercise. They and weren't no, doing any exercise, and also it, now she was actually aiming very much at the Asian community, um, not exclusively. There, there were a, a very mixed bunch of people doing this cycling, but a lot of them were the Asian ladies who, because of their sort of circumstances in, in life, they're not kind of encouraged to get out a lot. And this lady had started this group and it was, you could see that they were interviewing the, the ladies who were actually doing it, who were having the time of their life. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it always stayed with me that 
this was like the ultimate in cycling networking. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Getting getting people out doing stuff that was exercise, chilled, fun. If, uh, yeah, and new and different. You know, it's a yeah. new potentially a new experience. I mean, the the thing for me is the other side of cycling. A way if you ignore all the super expensive bikes and the road bikes and the competitiveness, you know, the kind of that side of it. You've then got all the kind of mass action stuff. So you've got oh, people yeah. that cycle for, um, to, 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 because it's a lifestyle. Because there's things like bike polo. Have you heard of bike polo? Yeah, yeah, I've heard yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And this it tends to be quite, this is quite an urban thing, but it, you know, people who will cycle anything. Um, last summer, when I was, when we were in lock, when, in that brief period in summer, we, we weren't in lockdown. I, uh, I, I'm, I'm a dancer as well. You know that, Paul, but everyone else doesn't. Um, I went to an outdoor dancing event in Battersea Park. Yeah. And I decided to walk from Paddington to Battersea, so I got just because I didn't want to get on the tube. You know, is that that time of year? And when I was walking, someone passed me on a penny farthing <laughs> in central London, and I think they could only do that because there were no cars on the road. You know, I I was waiting for a white rabbit to start running across the road at some <laughs> point. So it's just like wow, okay, and and that's the other side where it's. You know, the, the, the networking and the cyclists that do it the weekend, they are doing it because they're trying to show something, you know, they want to be part of a particular group. The other side where it's more of a lifestyle, that is part of a group, but it's a very different group where they love their bikes, but they don't really care that much about how much they cost. They just love their bikes, you know. And, that, and, and if we could try and put some of that ethos into the networking and the rides because those two groups just do not mix. You yeah, know, there is. It's like skiers and snowboarders on the same slope. You know, it, they are not yeah. not compatible. Do you remember when we when we when we were a bit younger and we did the uh, Richmond the London duathlon? So that's yeah. Um, yeah. run cycle run. run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was hard, mate. That was really hard. Well, do you remember the first year? And they, we did the easy version. They did a, a smaller uh, sort of Oh, oh the, the, the kid, the Charles one. Well, yeah, but the, there was a guy who was cycling with his, um, with his he, he still had the, the kiddie seat on the back, strapped to the back of his bicycle. Very aerodynamic, he, mate. Very aerodynamic. You, you had people with, um, you know, shopping baskets on the front. And you just think this is what it should be. This is what you know. You don't have. You didn't have to have the super fast anything. Yeah, to yeah, yeah. Get involved and have fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Um, so, 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 yeah. So our group is trying to mix that together, lose the tyranny, you know, yeah. and, lo and lose the the fear of not fitting in because you haven't spent. Mm, money on your bike and and the other thing it wasn't there that that isn't every year there's this kind of action day where they close almost close london because so many cyclists because that's every was, month that is every single month it, see we keep uh, saying the, 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 that's the mass action thing i'm talking about that happens in loads of cities um 
I remember sitting in a bar in Hamburg many not that many years well a good few years ago um and just seeing the whole thing come through the middle of Hamburg and there was a guy on a trike um with the sound system in the middle and they have bikes at the beginning at the end and the bikes at the beginning are the ones that stop all the traffic so basically this whole volume and body of cyclists not a peloton just a and they are on all sorts of bikes. I mean, it is bonkers. Mate, I think I think Slough, we should we should see if there is is there an appetite for something like this around here. That would be hilarious. I'd we love we will do the London one, which is, is it, I think is it the first or last Friday in the month and you meet underneath Waterloo Bridge. Yeah, and right. it just cycles around London. And apparently, the I think the August one is naked, and I'm not lying. I'm not lying. That is, I think that is the naked one. Well, I think that's got our name written all over that one. It's got your name written all over it. <laughs> um, but well, we do have some more cycle rides. We're trying to organise more rides because we, we just think it's great fun, aren't we? Yeah, um, yeah. And we've got our our personal one, which is our three day one, which is. Are we doing Slough to Reading to Oxford to Cambridge? Yes. Yes. Very, very good. We've both had knee surgery, so it's very challenging for white men of a certain age. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, there's, no, there's, no, there's definitely no speed hill climbing going on with us. No, absolutely. So, cycling. It, one side, one side. If you saw only one side of it, you'd think it was tyranny, and you wouldn't want to get involved. But just get some friends together. Just, just set up your own group. Call yourself yeah. the pirates. Just set up your own group. You, you don't have to conform to anyone else's rules. Yeah, and come or, out on our. Or next come and join time. ours. Come and yeah, join us. Yeah, we're, we're going to. Um, it's all about just having a bit of fun, and uh, uh, I particularly like the coffee, and. Um, and the good chat catch-ups along the way. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And, um, yeah, none, neither of us ride particularly expensive bikes, do we? No. I mean, no. they're nice, but they're not super expensive. I, I've got the one that with the absolute no-name uh, from, is it the Pinnacle? Pinnacle brand from um, Evans. Yeah. Uh, so, and and my, my road bike is from... Um, Edinburgh Cycle Cooperative. And also, I, I happen to know that the police auction off so many bikes that get stolen and never claimed. So I bet there's some really nice stuff sitting around in some auction room somewhere. So if, if, you, if you can find that, Paul, we'll, we'll add that to the notes. This yeah. is for listeners. So if you're listening to this, the, some information about the auctions will be on the notes in the podcast. So, I, th- I think we've reached a natural end, haven't we, Paul? Absolutely. I've, I've, uh, don't about you, but I've got, I've got to do some stuff. Yeah, I know. I've got, I've got stuff to do as well. Um, so, thank you for listening. Uh, that's been us rambling on again. No particular direction, but hopefully it's been interesting for you. So, I'm David Horn from Keyhorn and Paul Fogg. From Keyhorn as well. So thank you and come back and listen next time. So that's been us musing and rambling about cycling. Is it the new networking? 
I'm not even sure we covered that topic, Paul, if I'm honest, but it doesn't matter. Okay. Bye Thank you, now. everyone. Bye. Bye. This has been a Foghorn production presented by David Horn and Paul Fogg from Keyhorn Limited. We hope you like the sound of this. Feel free to subscribe and tell your friends. We'd love more listeners. If you'd like to know more about what we do, you can visit our website at keyhorn.co.uk. That's K-E-H-O-I-N-E.co.uk. We hope to you come back soon and enjoy more podcasts. Thank you. Bye.